We gotta get the rest of this fucking March Madness <laughs> out of the way. Go, go, go. So we can get Justin January, where we pit every one of Justin Bieber's songs against ah! each other in a quest to find the ultimate Justin Bieber track. <laughs> That's it. March Madness is canceled. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Hannah. I'm Sarah. And this is the world's only March Madness style Brad Pitt themed podcast, where we're taking two Brad Pitt movies and pitting them against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. So this is not a spoiler-free podcast. So if you are a big whiny baby and are the kind of person who's like, no spoilers, like myself, then press pause, go watch the movie. Take uh, a, a weightlifting class and get buff and tough. Tough and buff. If you don't care about spoilers, go right ahead. This week, we're mixing things up a bit. Super, super special episode. Bonus. Brad Pitt dropped War Machine. We were like, gotta pit it. Wasn't in the bracket. So we pit it against Friends. Which we originally thought he was in a bunch of episodes of, but turns out it was just one. My assumption is that we're going to hold on to this one, and if another two Brad material come out... Mm-hmm. The winner will go... Yeah. yeah, the winner will go up, but otherwise it's just going to be like a fun thing, you a know? A little side, just like for your information. You yeah, know? just an FYI. So if somebody asks you what's better, Friends or War Machine, uh, you'll have the answer, but you don't know yet, so keep listening. Uh, so War Machine came out a couple weeks ago was not well liked by critics. I was worried because I hadn't heard much about it, which is usually not a good sign. No. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to, I was in denial. I didn't want to look at it too close because I was like, my dear Brad can do no wrong. Uh, and I'm I'm so, so proud of him for making a comeback. I'm so proud yeah. of him. He's getting out and about. He's meeting people. Yeah, he's doing stuff. He just, uh, I was just sent a link to a little video he did last night about, it was like a weather report. It was about the Paris Accords and uh-huh. he was playing a weatherman. Wow. Really into this publicity junket he's doing for War Machine. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am really not into War Machine. The movie feels like someone explaining to you a movie that they saw when they were really drunk and like they're just trying to piece it together like yeah i saw the great movie this weekend but they were and you're like you were blackout drunk this whole time you did not i think you were watching four movies and you combine them into one one movie are you sure this isn't a dream like (laughs) are you sure it's so real so another takeaway that i got was that only i'm gonna say maybe a third of the people in this movie knew that it was a comedy and the, I think so. the rest were trying to uh, pull off a really serious, boring war movie. Yeah, it felt like they were like, hey, remember how Argo was a movie that we made about war in the Middle East? Let's do that. The point is going to be war is bad, but it's going to come away feeling like weirdly outdated. I'm shocked that it didn't take place during the Bush era. Because it felt like it was making a commentary on the Bush administration. Right. Instead, it was Obama. Oh, my God. Literally. So I guess we should probably do plot first. Yeah. I'm going to recount this plot without looking at a written synopsis. Does that sound fair? Sure. I think it's going to really give you, like, a much fuller picture of War Machine than whatever, like, cleaned up bullshit Wikipedia has. So, War Machine, starring Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt plays General Mark McMahon. It's not Mark. Guy, G- Gus, Greg, Greg, Greg. Are you sure about that? I'm 95% sure it's Greg McMahon. Do you want to bet? 
I bet you one quarter. That's good for laundry. I'm, I'll do it. I'll take you up on that. Um. <laughs> oh, you owe me one quarter. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Glenn McMahon? Mc- oh, it's McMahon. Uh, <laughs> M-A-H-O-N. That's yeah. sneaky. Well, that's yeah. half right. You owe me uh, 13 cents. 12 and a half you cents? <laughs> anyway, so... Glenn is a general. He is brought into Afghanistan to help with counterinsurgency, which is when a occupying force tries to make friends with the people they're occupying so that they stop becoming insurgents and killing people. Then he has to go to a bunch of meetings to get more troops, and they're pissed off at Obama because Obama made a speech and he was like, we're going to withdraw from Afghanistan in 18 months. And I'm like, now nah, everyone knows you just have to wait. And then there's a scene where there's like a fight in a very small village and a child gets killed and one of two black people that speak in the movie has like a little freak out and then they're like this is fucked up because a civilian died and then brad pitt gets fired the end war is bad and it's pointless the war in afghanistan is a sisyphean effort and we should just quit while we're ahead oh wait we can't do that because it's not 2001 anymore i sure didn't understand war until i had it mansplained to me Oh, yeah, and then there's a subplot about how they're being followed by a Rolling Stones journalist who is also narrating the film and, like, really clumsily explaining all of the exposition that you absolutely don't need. And then he disappears after about 20 minutes and then doesn't do a voiceover again until the last 10 minutes where he's like, I thought that my article would fix the war, but it didn't. This is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. Really? I spent a large chunk of time thinking if I were seeing this in theaters right now, I would walk out. Wow. I would. I, I do not walk out of movies. It was very self-important in that way that white dudes get very self-important about things. It was a bad time. This movie was a chore to watch. This was one of those March Bradness chore movies. This movie was deeply confused in the tone that it was trying to do. And yeah. Brad Pitt in this movie had a completely different tone than everybody else. Yeah. I think we both made the comment that it seemed like he was just kind of fucking around. Yeah, he was having a great fucking time. A whale of a time. He was squinting with one half of his face the entire time. He had his hand in like a claw hand that the narrator mentions in like a voiceover in the first 15 minutes. And I really appreciated Brad's commitment to the hook hand. Oh, he would not let that go. I thought that was great, but I also, it made me think about how badly we did not need that voiceover explaining that character No, we didn't. Um, Speaking of voices, Brad Pitt talked with the weirdest (laughs) fucking voice I've ever heard. (laughs) He sounded like a dog chewing on a piece of gristle. This is a war, but it's a war that cannot be won by the virtues of our unassailable military might and power alone. This war will be won primarily with the unassailable might and power of our ideals. I've never heard this Brad voice before. No, it's We've like, heard it's a, a lot of Brad voices. Brand spanking new Brad voice. This Brad voice, it, it sounded like somebody trying to like imitate Brad Pitt imitating a voice. Like it was like so, it was just like, what are you doing? The other great thing about this movie, well, I'm sorry, there's no great things about this movie. The one great thing about this movie was that Brad Pitt <laughs> is run. He would go running. He looks like a Mario character. He would go running with his arms directly at his sides and just like... But like slightly forward. He ran um, like he had a full diaper. (laughs) 
just like Brad did run like he had a full diaper. Yeah, he did. It was really funny. Yeah, he did. Every time Anne Anne made this comment of like every time I think I'm out, he pulls me back in with that fucking waddle. And they would set it. It would be kind of like a montage sequence with like inspirational music going on yeah, top of it, and he's like, yeah, it would be like an important like emotional thing. Can somebody set a clip of Brad Pitt running with a full diaper to Carly Rae Jepsen's cut to the feeling? Please? Good things about War Machine. Brad Pitt's funny run. Squinty face. Squinty face. Brad Pitt, really just watching Brad Pitt like fuck around on set. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I felt like this is what Brad would do in like an outtake. This was like a reel of outtakes. Yeah. It's one of those movies that they call a comedy and a satire because it was bad. Yeah, that's you know? true. When like dramas get bad and they're like, it's a, it's a satire. Like a weird thing for me for this was I felt like Brad Pitt was acting in a completely different manner than everybody else and they would juxtapose him so it'd be like Brad doing his weird kind of goofy thing mm -hmm. right next to like his wife or his buddies in the army who would be completely normal. Yeah. It was surreal, but I don't, not intentionally so at all. Brad did have an age-appropriate wife, which was really nice. Yeah, it was nice. She's older than him. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that Brad... I, there were some sweet moments between the two of them, I think. Yeah. Um, she was talking about, you know, regretting the distance between them and that she didn't get to see him very often. And, you know, we saw Brad tear up. And yeah. we, I felt like that was the only time in the movie that he was, like, acting for realsies. Yeah. And so just being like, I wonder how long I can squint half of my face before someone tells me to stop. <laughs> the answer is the entire production. Was Brad just looking for a director that would tell him no. Mitski's tell me no. <laughs> Mitski sings softly in the background. Nobody asked me if I was okay. <laughs> Brad during War Machine. Like, was he okay during Probably War Machine? Probably not. I feel like it's a divorce rising. Divorce this, rising Brad. So that's it for me. I was trying to figure out because I thought maybe this was post-divorce, but I guess it would be too soon. There's definitely something's up, you know? This is the face of a man desperately trying to keep it together. Yeah. We've watched a lot of Brad movies that I would call a slog. Like The Image. Like The Image. But, like, at least those movies were tonally consistent. Yeah, the whole multiple movies thing is so real. There was, like, that chunk when the group of boys who looked like they just walked off of a Boys by Girls photo shoot. Boys by Girls, great magazine, by the way. Highly recommend it. It's like, that felt like it was out of some sort of, like, Band of Brothers Saving Private Ryan type movie, you know? Yeah, that And Brad was... isn't there for, like, a solid 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Brad shows up and he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? If I were writing a paper about this movie, you could make the argument that, like, Brad represented the out-of-touchness absurdity of the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan. But this movie is not smart enough for that. And if that's what it was going for, it did it very poorly. It's just like everybody was given a different script. Yeah. It felt like one of those improv games where you like do something like in a different room. room it felt like it felt like a game of whose line and Brad got a cue card that was like man in a serious movie that thinks he's in a comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was very confused. But like for what it's worth, Brad, like, was fun to watch. He was fun. I want to watch the movie that that Brad is from. Because I feel like he's yes. channeling a real burn-after-reading type, yes. like, a kooky satire maybe, Brad. Maybe Brad was the only person on set that saw the clear direction of this movie. I think so. Brad is from the movie that War Machine wanted and should have been. And was supposed to be and, and was, was marketed to be. To be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, again, I have a lot to say about it, but it really is, is divorced from the Bradness. Like how Brad is divorced from Angie. Aww. Aww. Start a fight club, Brad reputation.
position. I got a Google Play card the other day about how Brad has now formally apologized to Jennifer Aniston. I got that too, I didn't read it because I thought it was uh, fake, fake news. <laughs> No, it was, it seemed, well, here on Brad Reputation, we are not purveyors of truthiness. Mm -hmm. I like to think, though, that Brad Pitt did apologize to Jennifer Aniston. I like the thought that they're, like, talking. I do think they were, like, obviously important people in each other's lives. Yeah. There was that thing going around right when Jennifer Aniston's, one of her parents died, where Brad sent her, like, a letter, and Angie was furious, mm -hmm. according to the good old tabloids. Uh, but that's like strikes me as a very nice genuine thing. You yeah. know if you used to be married to someone seems like it's probably an okay thing to do Probably especially if it was something like oh your dog died. Here's a letter. Yeah But more your dad died. Oh, it was her dad. Yeah, not her dog. Oh, I missed that Oh, yeah parent if somebody's parent dies it is absolutely appropriate to yeah, send say them a card. Yeah, you send your ex-wife a card saying yeah. like hey yeah. that used to be your mother or father-in-law. Yeah, there's a personal relationship there, and it's just nice to yeah. do. I feel like he was like, Jen, I put you through some shit when I cheated on you with Angelina Jolie, um, and that wasn't chill, and I'm going to therapy right now, and as part of that, I'm making amends to people, and I want to apologize. We had a great time on that episode of Friends. I really enjoyed being married to you, and I hope that we can become friends again. Uh, you were an important part of my life. And I bet Jen was like, wow, Brad, that was unexpected, and that was really big of you, and I appreciate it. When he said friends, did it have the trademark? He said F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Trademark. He said, I hope that we can co-star together soon in the future on Friends. Friends. Friendos. Friend friendaronis. The little friendos. The guys. The gang. The, the gang's all here. The pals. You which know the pals? Which pal are you? Which pal are you? Who's your, quiz. who's your favorite pal? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Brad Pitt, a guest starred in an episode of Friends. Season eight, so it was like two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that he was on it to mostly promote his movie Spy Game with Robert Redford. And also he was, I believe at this point, either married or very much in love and in a relationship with good old Jennifer Aniston, America's sweetheart. Jen! Around this time, Brad Pitt was just kind of on set all the time just cuz. Because he and Jen were dating. So he already knew all the pals. Yeah, he knew all the pals. He knew all the buds. That's so cute. Yeah, they were like hanging out. Who do you think Brad Pitt's favorite pal is? I feel like Brad would identify himself as a Chandler. I could see it. You know? Yeah. Just sort of like He's sardonic. Kind of a, yeah. Deadpan. Mm -hmm. I'm not dude. I'm not super familiar with Sarah the Sarah doesn't pals. know anything about the buds. I'm just agreeing. The guys. So definitely we thought that this was an arc of six episodes. It was one. Found it was out. one 20 minute episode. No, it was just one. You know, you go about your daily life here in 2017 and you say things are kind of goofed up, right? In terms of like media and representation and stuff. And then you go back to good old 2001, which wasn't that long ago. 16 years. And you're like, gosh darn. God damn. Uh, that's really extremely severely goofed up. Trigger warning for this episode if you're going to watch it. Um, it is very uh, not great. It is problematic, <laughs> as we say here in the biz. So the episode, uh, the friends, the pals, all the buddies are having Thanksgiving dinner and uh, Ross's childhood friend, Brad Pitt, who used to be over fat. Yeah, he used to be overweight in high school, is coming to dinner. And 
Rachel used to tease him mercilessly. She's a bully. In high school. So he shows up and he is not too happy to see her. But it's Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. So he's hot now. And everybody, you know, Brad Pitt walks in and the audience is like, woo! He's like, I brought yams. Uh, It's no fat. It's no sugar. It's no dairy. It's no good. Throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) We were wooing, too, because it was very exciting to see little Brad. It's like a good Brad. It's a good one. Is a good. It's a very good look. Um, So anyway, in this episode, they have Thanksgiving dinner together, and it is revealed that Ross and Brad were in an I Hate Rachel club uh, in high school and spread a rumor about Rachel. This is not great. uh, That she was intersex and she feels affected her reputation in high school. And then they continued to joke about Rachel having a a wiener uh, during this episode. Quote teeny weeny. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Uh and then gosh, what else? Oh, the B story in this movie, the B arc is Joey was was dared that he couldn't eat an entire Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> and then he did. And he put on Rachel's pregnancy pants, because Rachel's pregnant with Ross's kid at this point in time, which Brad Pitt was not happy to find out. But then he was because he was like, alright. Because he was a boy, and that's how boys act in sitcoms. Yeah. Um, He sure did eat that whole turkey. He did. That was my favorite part of the episode, besides Brad. Again, Brad is like a a pretty decent comedic actor. I was happy with this Brad. I was entertained. I was very entertained. He did a very good job assimilating himself into the world of a sitcom, and he played off everybody really well. Like... I guess, you know, I had no idea what to expect for this. Mm-hmm. And I never would have imagined Brad Pitt fitting into the Friends universe so well. Yeah. No, it definitely he felt like he got the rules of it. He felt like he was understanding the beats and the play. And it's like, when you were watching, obviously there's an element of like, oh, Brad Pitt. But he didn't seem like a movie star out of... You know how movie stars always seem out of place when they're guest yeah. starring? Yeah, Brad didn't seem out of place. It's just that whenever you watch anything with Brad Pitt in it, you're always aware that it's Brad Pitt. Definitely. And he, you know, he was cheeky. He was definitely, like, flirting with the camera a little bit. Eh? Eh? Yeah, a little bit of winking and stuff. Yeah. Um, But it felt appropriate because his character was somebody that got hot after high school. Yeah. He was into it. He was, like, having a good time. He did, again, like, a lot of that physical acting that we talk about Brad being really good at. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of, like, when he was, like, glaring at Rachel from across the room when he was talking to Ross. And he was, like, clenching and unclenching his fist. That was really funny. Taking all the yams. That was really funny. He played a very convincing, a dude bro. Yeah. He was just, like, some dude. Yeah. He was pretty cool. I was convinced that he was, like, cool. He did a good job playing off of, you know, the fact that he, like, used to be fat in high school. And he was like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm going to eat these yams. And they try to take it from him. And he's like, don't. You know? (laughs) It was funny. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. No, Brad, I think Brad is a really good comedic actor, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we, as a people, as with John Hamm, you know, don't really give him the space for. Yeah. He really thrives in these goofy little roles. And it's, like, fun because it's a sitcom. He can be kind of zany. I think he needs space to be a little zany. I feel like I'm getting the impression that Brad Pitt needs to have control over his character and the way that he's allowed to act. Yeah. I feel like he needs input. Yeah. He's got ideas. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's a thinker. Yeah, he's a he's a thinking man. There's not a ton to say about it. It's only it's 20 minutes long. We could play the clip and it would take over this half of the episode. That's true. <laughs> um, this episode is problematic. Very. This is not a woke Brad. No. Friends is, despite being problematic, still a pretty funny sitcom. I think, I wish that it was a longer arc. I wish that he was a reoccurring character. Me too. I think that would have been good. Doing this makes me think that we should consider pitting the rest of the TV ones as mini-episodes. Oh, just like talking about the Brad and the TVs? Yeah, because he's been in in quite... There's a a solid handful of TV shows that he's been in. And just, like, when you were talking about how this was used to promote Spy Game, Mm -hmm. that makes me really interested, and it makes me feel like all of the little acting things that he's done is valid. And if we are looking to get a well-rounded, comprehensive picture, if we are looking to be the world's only... First and foremost, Brad Pitt scholars in the world. Yeah. Um, we have to. Pitologists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would be down to yeah. watch more TV episodes. Yeah. I would be down to watch Brad Pitt on Dallas. Yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah. There's like eight episodes. Yeah. Maybe we have to pit those episodes against each other and Maybe then find episodes. the best episode of Dallas and then that goes up against the best episode of, you know. Boy meets friends. <laughs> Boy meets friends. Friend meets boys. <laughs> you. Me. Oh, if only. <laughs> so, Hannah. Yeah. We watched these two pieces of media with a goal in mind. We didn't come here to make friends. We came here to find the winner. Fr- friends. <laughs> well... <laughs> I can explain why. You can't just, you can't just do that. You can't say that yet. It's a secret. Okay. We did not come here to make friends, but we did come here to watch friends. Because it's the winner. (laughs) We could analyze these brads more closely. There's really not much to analyze, though. One Brad is there for 20 minutes, and it's a sitcom. The other Brad is there for two excruciating hours. And although he is having fun and is fun to watch, uh, is so out of place in the movie that it's like, I, could, I couldn't. Mm-mm. I can't deal with it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a it's not it's good. A doozy. It's not a good time, and I'm sad, you know? Because, like, I'm rooting for Brad, and I want him to do well. I feel like it's just, like, he's having fun. I think that all of these, like, little publicity things he's been doing has been proof that, like, we haven't lost out on any Brad, That's you know? That's true. He's always, you know, we've seen a lot of mediocre Brads. Yeah. And they've spanned all over yeah. his career. That's, that's true. You're you know? right. Okay, that was my fear. I'm like, has he lost it? Mm-mm. Has he lost his no. edge? I think he he has good movies yeah and he has some some real duds but he's always the best part of the movies that he's a that's true if it was just brad i wish it was just brad god bless the man yeah friends is the winner congratulations friends friends toss a monkey wrench into the big war machine if this moves on to the pitting, then we'll pit friends against something. That's true. Friends is going to have to go up against a big boy. <laughs> Another movie. Because, can you, cause, come on. Freaking War Machine got knocked out by a 20-minute episode <laughs> of a sitcom. From 2001. Like, good That's Lord. problematic and kind of uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, super. And, like, like watching Friends, nothing. I was, like, so uncomfy. And I was like, this sucks that Brad was in that. Like, this sucks. But, like, it was a good freaking Brad. Um, 
and I got, I just, I feel like I'm trying to, I feel like War Machine would have lost out against a lot I of like stuff. Pitt, I feel like War Machine would have lost out against River Runs Through It. I think so. Know? I, I would rather so. watch River Runs Through It than War Machine, because at least that has a cohesive thing. Like, I could understand what was happening scene to scene. Well, yeah, and just, like, the Brad was, like, trying to play a character. This Brad was honestly just like, it was like he was in detention. Brad should have watched Friends to take a lesson to how to integrate yourself into somebody else's universe. Yeah. Brad, what's the big idea? Or everyone else should have watched Friends to figure out how to integrate themselves because it's Brad's world. We're just living in it. That is so true. God, tattoo that on my upper arm. Like in a, like a, like a, like, like that or like, like a up? Hmm. I kind of like the idea that everybody can read it at a glance. I'm thinking elbow to shoulder. Yeah. Because okay. otherwise I would have to rotate my whole arm. Oh, yeah, you know? that's fair. And that's hard to do. Yeah. What about inner inner forearm? Also that, like a script. Yeah. Like a beautiful script that looks like maybe <laughs> it came from the Bible. <laughs> it's Brad's world. We're just living in it. <laughs> no, not Brad Pitt. Just Brad. <laughs> He'll say, is that your boyfriend? And is I'll that say, your husband? I wish. <laughs> man, oh man. Yeah, that's really all we have for this week. Uh, tune in next week for a mini episode, a movie Brad Pitt should have been in. And tune in the week after that for our next official pitting, Too Young to Die, question, question mark. mark, versus Ocean's 12. Get egg. Featuring special guest Anne. Anne, Anne Peterson. She's back and better than ever. If you like us, tell us. Tell your friends, tell your parents, nieces, nephews, give us the stars on iTunes. Probably five of them would be good, although I would accept four. Uh, I will accept nothing less than four and a half. Can you do half stars on iTunes? I don't, I don't know, know, but I will accept nothing less than four and a half. Well, why don't you guys find out and tell us? <laughs> if you want to find us on the internet, you can do so at marchbradness.net. You can also find us on Twitter, marchbradness. Facebook, March Bradness. Hannah, what's our Instagram? March.Bradness. Well, what do you find on our Instagram? So many different things. Pictures, drawings, screen caps, photos of Brad Pitt from various years prior to this one. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I love and appreciate you and your support. Shout out to all of our international listeners. That's pretty pretty tight. That's pretty freaking cool. That's really sick. Let somebody, me know. Uh, somebody in Sweden. I see you. I see yeah. you. See the 114 people in Japan. Yeah. Two people in Singapore. Yeah. Great. Thank howdy. you. Howdy. Hey, howdy. Uh, have a, a wonderful day, evening, yeah. night, afternoon, uh, and weekend. We'll, we'll see you later. Week. Talk to you later. Okay. TTYL. TTYL. XOXO. <laughs> For all of our listeners out in Europe, and for all of our listeners whose hobbies are also looking at pictures of cute boys all the time, and for everyone else whose Instagram bookmarks are suspiciously homoerotic, I highly recommend you check out the magazine Boys by Girls. It's really nice. It's a quarterly magazine. It's a magazine by girls, so it's all female photographers and writers and stuff about the modern boy. Is this the female gaze? Uh, <laughs> it's a legit, it's a really cool fashion magazine. I am... A big fan of it. It features a lot of very nice seeming young English English models. It's good content.